This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. There's a lot of talk about what Vancouver City Council is up to these days. Now, last night, they voted to speed up the pace of change along the Broadway corridor and not slow down. They're voting on bike lanes along Broadway today, and they've also been talking about grants. Now, this is the money that they give to different nonprofit organizations, arts, culture, sports, or health-related, all over the city to help them out. Every year, this is a process that happens. But should that money come with strings attached? Should an organization have to say only nice things about politicians in order to get that money? Or should council be able to, you know, find a different way for accountability to recognize the greater good the organization does? Well, I don't know. It seems to me that this week some of the ABC councillors said the quiet part out loud when they voted to bring in what they call respectful communication standards. What does that mean? And how does that impact groups who maybe want to speak out about what they see in city government but also perhaps would like some grant funding as well. Well, Jen St. Denis has been covering this story. She's a reporter for the TIE and joins us now to talk about it. Good morning, Jen. Hi, Sammy. So, so what have you heard about this? How is this kind of decision for respectful communication standards impacting nonprofits? Well, first of all, I just want to fully credit my colleague, Dan Fumano at the Vancouver Sun. Um, he is the one who actually wrote this story. He was in, he was covering City Hall on, on Tuesday and covering what's normally kind of a boring, non-newsworthy kind of topic, um, which is um, giving out these, this grant money to organizations. Um, I just happen to have some spicy opinions about it on Twitter <laughs> and have actually sort of experienced a little bit of um, chill from organizations who were already scared about speaking out because of some previous um, decisions with grant money. Um, and so that's why I decided to speak about it on Twitter. Right. So I guess my concern with this is what are the accountability measures? Like, are you saying is the money going to what you thought the money was going to go to? That should be the primary accountability measure. Mm-hmm. But this is a little bit different, right? So what are you hearing from these yeah. organizations? Yeah. So what happened on Tuesday was that Councillor Peter Beisner, who's with the um, ABC party, which has this very strong majority on council right now, um, he started talking about how, you know, he's concerned that some of the some of the groups that are getting this grant money from the city, this taxpayer funding, um, are not always being super respectful in their comments about um, politicians. Um, and he gave one example, and he didn't say who said it, but Dan is a really good reporter, so he used his crack investigative skills to find this out. Um, it was a comment made by Rachel Lau, who's part of this organization called Guerrero Intergenerational Society, and they support um, low-income Chinese seniors in Chinatown. Um, and the comment that Peter Meinsner had a problem with was Rachel saying this after the election, I know that the Chinese-Canadian community is really excited about the first Chinese-Canadian mayor. I just want to point out that just because somebody looks like you doesn't mean they're actually going to take care of you. That's the unfortunate truth. Um, and so this is the example that Councillor Meisner gave of something that he had a, a comment in the media that he had a problem with um, and was and the councillors actually voted for this respectful communication amendment um, tied to grant money. I think they took out the word nonpartisan. Um, but I really have a concern about this because 
I, I've already, you know, had organizations tell me, oh, I can't talk about this because I'm worried that my grant funding might be cut. Okay. See, that, and that's the part that I wonder because, yeah, sure, we should be nice to each other. But if they, if a nonprofit organization or somebody sees something that is, you know, worthy of criticism or wants to bring something to light, does that mean that they might not do that now because they're afraid, do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it was already happening. You know, we kind of have a problem in Canadian society that I find all the time as a reporter that we don't, we're, a lot of people are scared to speak out in general. They're worried about losing their job or some sort of, you know, consequence. Um, and getting, if you're a nonprofit, getting your grant funding cut has always been kind of a concern. And I experienced this after, you know, there was a previous decision by this council to decide to not give um, $7,500 to the Vancouver Area Network of Drug Users for this art program. And councillors were upset about how Vandu had used a previous grant, a street cleaning grant. And so because of that, they decided to cut this $7,500 grant. And, you know, then I was reporting on another issue, actually, an issue about something completely different, renter, the renter's office. Um, and, yeah, I had, had this comment made to me that, oh, we can't talk about that because... Um, you know, we're worried about the consequences. Right. But see, aren't these two different things though? Because in that case, they were worried. The concern was where had they actually spent the money, right? Which is different from criticizing City Hall. Yeah, that's different. Um, But my point is that when you kind of make examples out of organizations like this, um, which is sort of the perception of what ABC was doing, whether that's fair or not, that was the perception in the community. Um, you know, it's always going to kind of trickle down and make people scared to speak out. And I worry about that as a reporter. So so that's an example where, yes, they were concerned about how Vandu was spending the money. And that's a little different than what's happening here. But I'd argue now that's kind of gone even farther. And they've actually asked staff to monitor media and social media for um, things that organizations are saying. And so I think that I'm worried that that's going to just lead to even more people saying, well, I'm worried about even speaking out at all about anything. And I think that could be a real detriment to our city. So do we know what that means, though, when they say respectful communication standards? I mean, what if it's a whistleblower? What if there's waste at City Hall? What if there's some ethics yeah. thing they want to raise concerns about? That's the problem I have with this. It's so vague. Um, you know, we're, I was just talking about the example with Vandu not getting this funding. Well, at least there, there was there was a rationale. There yes, was an explanation exactly. of something that had happened in the past. Um, there was another previous decision that was also really controversial um, a few years ago. Council decided not to fund Vancouver Rape Relief because they weren't offering services to trans women. And that was controversial, but it was at least clearly explained in their decision. When you say respectful communication, it's just so unclear what that applies to. And they're also saying that it's, it's to do with their respectful communication in the workplace policy, which applies to the workplace and applies to comments made in, at City Hall. But, you know, there's lots of stuff that these organizations are not employees of the city. And yes, there are standards of communication that have to happen in City Hall. But that's when you're outside of City Hall, you know, I think this is a real kind of gray area here and it's not really so then if people don't know what the, what the boundaries are they're just going to be scared to talk about out about anything All right they're going to err on the side of caution jen thanks for talking to us about it this morning thank you Cindy. appreciate that jen st is a reporter for the tie so i find this discussion this particular topic really interesting because to me shouldn't the only metric be how much of a benefit 
a nonprofit organization is is to helping taxpayers, right? Is the organization doing what it's supposed to? Is the city grant money doing what they said it was going to do? Period. That's it. In the case of Van Du, I, I supported that one because it, it did. It was appearing that that money was not doing what it was supposed to do. Therefore, there was accountability. What does it mean when you say, well, we don't want you saying nasty things about councillors or the mayor, and therefore we might not give you money? Well, this is taxpayer money, right? It's your money. And I feel like politicians should be a little bit more thick-skinned when it comes to perhaps getting some criticism. How are we going to find out if there are some concerns or complaints about, I mean, these, these things happen all the time. Are we going to get less of it now because of this? Now, to be fair, we did ask to speak to Councillor Peter Meisner about this. Like, where is the line? What does this mean? Are you not concerned about how this is going to impact some groups about the fear that this, the chill that might, that might put out there? Uh, and weren't able to get that for today. Hopefully he'll talk to us about this tomorrow, but I just have a lot of questions about how this is going to work.